Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Online? Visit Terraganics.com and click on the orange button. That's Terraganics.com. Spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com. Or call 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Recycle all your food wastes in about six weeks with the Bokashi Food Waste Recycling System from Terraganics.com. Terraganics. Life's getting better. Across the nation. You're listening to GZN, the Genesis Communications Radio Network. KCAA Loma Linda. I'm Brett Malik with this AM 1050 News Update. The Buck Fire in Riverside County has grown to 3,000 acres and is only 5% contained. The fire broke out Tuesday afternoon in Rangelands, south of Hemet, and has claimed at least four structures. Mandatory evacuations have been ordered for nearly three dozen homes in the Aguanga area. A smaller fire in the Joshua Tree National Park is expected to be contained Thursday. Thousands of immigrants in the Inland Empire and across the nation can now take advantage of a new policy to remain in the country legally. Starting Wednesday, online applications are available for aspiring citizen status. Applicants must have come to the U.S. before age 16 and be no older than 31. They must also be enrolled in school, graduated high school, or have served in the U.S. military. The state's DMV computer system is back up and running following a crash Tuesday morning that caused frustration for customers and staffers alike. A DMV spokeswoman says the glitch, which also affected some other state agencies, was taken care of by the lunch hour. At the Redlands office in San Bernardino, people waited in line for up to four hours. Officials say the cause was a broken router and that all offices will be open during regular business hours. Here's the latest from Inland Empire News Radio. I'm Jim Ness. A combined air and ground assault is slowing spread of the Buck Fire. It's charred thousands of acres of range land south of Hemet and destroyed at least one home in three of their buildings. Cal Fire's Zuzette Breaker talked with us from the Riverside County Fire Station at Sage. It's a very rural area, uh, hilly, a lot of brush. There's not a lot of improved roads in the general vicinity of where this fire is going through. And these are generally ranch homes in that area? Yes. We actually have had to assist with the evacuations of uh, 12 alpacas. Residents of 32 homes also fled as an evacuation center was set up in Temecula. One resident and a firefighter have been hurt. 
Water dropping helicopters, meantime, are slowly gaining the upper hand on a series of lightning-caused desert fires. A 300-acre blaze in the Joshua Tree National Park may be contained by Wednesday evening. Two fires, meantime, are burning on either side of the Colorado River at Blythe. Prosecutors have laid out two criminal cases against Moreno Valley School Board member Mike Rios. Two Superior Court judges ruled Tuesday that there is sufficient evidence to put Rios on trial for allegedly shooting at two men outside his home after an earlier barroom altercation. Rios is facing 11 more felonies for trying to get four women and two girls to work for him as prostitutes. The Empire residential real estate pictures have become a study in contrasts. Sales of new and previously lived-in homes improved by 5% last month, but the gain was the slowest in San Bernardino County. Inland Empire sales prices, meantime, are nearing a four-year high at $187,000. But the gap with SoCal's $306,000 average is more than ever. This is Inland Empire News Radio. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Mary Kay. For tonight, mostly clear skies and wind gusts could get as high as 20 miles per hour with a low around 72. For Thursday, sunny skies are in store with a high near 102 degrees. Thursday night, a low around 73 with mostly clear conditions. For Friday, mostly sunny with a high near 100 degrees. That's your weather forecast for this hour from the station that leaves no listener behind. NBC News Radio, AM 1050 KCAA. Home sales for July were strong with gains posting in most of the Inland Empire. According to Real Estate Service Data Quick, Riverside County sales were up nearly 8% year over year, while San Bernardino County sales increased about 2.5%. Southern California's six-county region recorded double-digit gains at nearly 14%. July's medium home price of over $308,000 was the highest it's been since September 2008. You're up to date. I'm Brett Malik on the Inland Talk Express in your radio home for Inland Empire 66ers baseball. AM 1050 and KCAARadio.com. Culture Shocks. Today's edition, uh, I'm Barry Lynn, your host. Okay, as you know, I, I sometimes do travel outside of the United States, and then we, we meet interesting people, and we sometimes uh, ring them up here on the program. Uh, I remember some years ago, long time ago, kids were still around the house, and we were up visiting Canada. And I discovered a chain, which is now familiar to some of you if you're listening in the northern climes, uh, a place called Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons was a kind of dream place for me at the time because it sold both chili and donuts. Chili 
and donuts. And my son and I thought, man, this is perfection. This is not McDonald's. This is not something. This is great. We only wish we had it here. And, of course, now the U.S. does have some of these. I mention that because my guest today is speaking to us from Canada. He's Professor Emeritus of History at McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario. His name is Harvey Levenstein, and his new book is Fear of Food. So what is the Canadian diet main? chili and donuts um, actually the book is uh, is mainly about uh, the American diet which, well I'm aware uh, of that is, but... uh, about the same as the Canadian diet they're very very uh, <laughs> uh, very similar um, no the Canadian diet isn't chili and donuts although uh, Tim Hortons uh, is a real institution here, mainly for their uh, their donuts. Their sure. chili, uh, I don't think, can uh, uh, begin to compete with what you have down there. Well, no, that's uh, that's true. Even my, my wife makes a spectacular chili, and it's it's much much better than the, the, the Tim Hortons one. I just wanted to state that for the record. <laughs> Hey, I wanted to ask you something else to get into a sensitive subject before we get into the heart and core of your book. It's a sensitive subject because it is about my late mother. Um, I was her only child. Uh, she wanted to keep me healthy growing up in the 50s and early 60s. So there were a couple of things that she did. One thing, she wanted to keep the house germ-free to the maximum extent possible. And this included spraying the telephone mouthpiece with Lysol when anybody in or out of the family used it. Now, where would she have gotten an idea that germs on the telephone are dangerous to children? Well, as I say in the book, the, uh, the idea that germs can kill you uh, goes back to the... Uh, uh, the late 19th century, with the well, with the discovery of germs sure. uh, and the uh, uh, the rise of the uh, uh, so-called germ theory, but it it, uh, uh, it it was a real advance medically because uh, it replaced the theory that uh, much of the disease was uh, caused by uh, something called miasmas, which were mm. things uh, uh, invisible. Uh, kind of clouds that arose from garbage and uh, things like that. And it led to tremendous advances in hospital care and so on. Sure. Uh, however, uh, as with so many things, particularly with, with regard to food, people kind of took the idea and ran with it. And it spread a, a, a panic uh, throughout the country in the early 1900s about uh, germs being everywhere. Uh, one of the but wait a minute, aren't they everywhere? It's just that they're not dangerous Well, always. this is it, yes. Yeah. Uh, of course they're, uh, they're everywhere, but there are, uh, kind of, you know, there are good and bad uh, uh, bacteria. There are good sure. and bad uh, germs. And uh, the idea then was that uh, the bad ones uh, were uh, infesting uh, practically uh, everything. Uh, so, uh, as I, uh, as you know from the book, uh, uh, one the public enemy number one in carrying these things around became the uh, common house fly. Right. And 
in the uh, 1910s in particular, they, uh, they, they mounted a, a war on flies uh, that was every bit as, uh, uh, <laughs> as active and as scary as uh, the current uh, war on terrorism. Well, there was uh, even, I mean, there was, and one of the things that's great about the book is that you talk in the book about how science, or at least pseudoscience or science as modified by popular uh, news coverage, creates these kind of, uh, we've talked on this show about sex panics, these are kind of uh, gastronomical or health panics, that people thought flies were a principal way to spread polio. Oh, not just polio, but cancer, uh, cancer. you name it, every, every conceivable uh, uh, disease. And uh, they thought that, uh, well, in particular, if they landed on food, uh, and you ate the food. That was it. You were uh, you were uh, a goner. Uh, and of course, oh, uh, you know, much uh, food was in the open then. Sure. Uh, so it led to a, a well. First, the, these great anti-fly campaigns, which were just funny as uh, <laughs> as can be. Uh, they uh, they paid uh, school children. They had school children compete Jeez. to see how many buckets of dead flies they could bring in. Uh, they wait a minute, were the flies? throughout the, the country on the dangers of flies. Well, they, wait a minute, well, if you brought the flies in a bucket, wasn't it dangerous for kids to collect the flies? Like, my, they might have to pick them up by their wings. <laughs> there must have been a whole protocol for doing this. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, of course, because the, the, the flies might have been dead, but the, the germs uh, weren't. But uh, this, uh, they didn't think of, uh, uh, of this. Uh, and one of the uh, some of the beings that got caught in this uh, dragnet were uh, house pets. All of a sudden, uh, they, they decided that uh, cats and dogs carried uh, germs in their in their hair, uh, and uh, in some cases they just shaved the hair off. But in other cases, oh, yeah. they uh, they sent them to be destroyed. Good Tens of grief. thousands of dogs were sent to be destroyed in uh, in New York. Uh, New York City in uh, panic about it. What, in was Chicago, there nobody? They began. They put out cat traps in the back cat of traps. houses to catch and kill uh, cats, which were uh, what, regarded as germ carriers. What, what, was there no counterweight to this? Was there nobody saying, "Wait a second, uh, we know bacteria are real. We understand the germ theory of disease, but that doesn't mean that everything is dangerous." Was were there no contrarians? Um, well, there were a few scientists who uh, who disagreed, but most of the established uh, uh, sources of uh, of news and so on were uh, were on board with this. These are, uh, these warnings about flies came from uh, the state boards of health of prominent, uh, mm. respectable newspapers uh, led by the New York Times. Uh, New York uh, Times you know, were uh, uh, promoting this uh, war on flies. It was uh, very much a uh, uh, an establishment, if you will, thing uh, uh, to do. Hey, to get back to my mother, when she was spraying uh, to spray away the germs or kill the germs on that telephone, was she likely doing any good whatsoever? Remember, it is my mother you're talking about. Um, she was uh, doing as uh, little good as my mother, who uh, was, I guess, part of a half generation earlier, mm -hmm. was when she kept uh, uh, pushing me full of vitamins. 
because uh, I was a scrawny little kid, and she yeah. thought vitamins would make me, vitamin pills would, would make me grow. I had to swallow all mouthfuls of these things Ugh. because she was caught up in another thing I deal with in the book, which is vitamania, this crazy uh, uh, idea uh, that, uh, um, you know, that we're, we're going to die like flies. and <laughs> So to speak, and, um, in buckets. Uh, I, perhaps I should use another metaphor. Yeah, probably. Well, look, we gotta, uh, if we, we don't have enough vitamins, no. particularly. Uh, well, Dr. Levenstein, we got to take a little break here. Uh, I, I hate to even think what we may be selling. But uh, when we come back, I have to visit my mother one more time. You can share stories about your mother because my mother was a fanatical reader of someone who shows up in your book, Fear of Food, a history of why we worry about what we eat. And she was really worried. We didn't live too far from the publishing empire of the Rodale family and Prevention Magazine. We're going to get to that in a minute right here on Culture Shocks. I'm your host, Barry Lynn. We're talking to Harvey Levenstein. Has your internet service slowed you down? Do any of these experiences sound familiar? No high-speed internet available? Slow or unreliable connections? Waiting for hours for a simple answer? Unexpected charges to your bill? If your answer is yes, then CyberTime Network Communications has the answer. With CyberTime, you'll receive high-speed internet and data connectivity at the speeds you need. Reliable, experienced, proven, and secure professional service. 24-7 customer care and technical support. No hidden fees or charges. You'll know all the costs in advance. CyberTime is a local, professional, no-nonsense internet service provider with high bandwidth facilities located throughout the Inland Empire. Call today at 909-795-9980. That's 909-795-9980. Call 909-795-9980 for CyberTime. Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company has been serving the greater Inland Empire for over 60 years. For all of your printing needs, from full-color printing to high-speed copying and everything in between, go to Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company. Their staff is committed to your total satisfaction. Great service isn't just lip service at Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company. It's the way they do business year after year. Having trouble finding drafting supplies? Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company still carries a complete selection. Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company is rated high in customer satisfaction by Value Star, an independent rating company. For all of your personal or business printing, call Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company at 909-792-3478. That's 792-3478. Or visit them on New York Street in Redlands off the I-10 and the Crosstown Freeway. Attention dieters, how'd you like to get paid $1,000 simply for losing ugly fat? Now you can. How many more attempts at losing weight are you going to endure before you understand the fact that almost all diets are impossible to stick to? Have you fallen into dieters' despair? Now you can receive $1,000 as part of a real-life weight loss program underway from coast to coast. Amazing breakthrough hunger-smashing smoothies are now available to the general public. This hunger-smashing smoothie, called Slendaline, allows you to lose weight rapidly and effectively without a doctor's prescription. 
All participants who get paid $1,000 will be documented proof that this revolutionary hunger-smashing smoothie, Slendaline, outperforms every other diet when used by real people in real life. Call now and get paid $1,000 simply for losing ugly fat. Call 800-417-3445. That's 800-417-3445. Call 800-417-3445. Again, 800-417-3445. Hello, my name is Stephanie Georgiev, and I'm the host of Real Food Empire. But for my day job, I also am an integrative family acupuncturist in San Bernardino County. I specialize in the best of what both Eastern and Western natural medicine has to offer. I use state-of-the-art blood and saliva tests along with the ancient art of traditional Chinese medicine to help you and your loved ones achieve health. Call 909-793-9355 and make that first appointment on your road to recovery. My office at the Wellness Loft is located at 112 East Olive Avenue near historic Old Town in Redlands off the 10 Freeway and the Orange Avenue exit. You can check me out at thewellnessloftonline.com or go to my personal website, greenrx.org. I look forward to joining you on your road to recovery. Call 909-793-9355 today for special KCAA listener introductory consultation rates. I look forward to serving you and your family. Are you sick of the stock market? Do you wonder when this market turmoil is going to end as it heads up 300 points one day and down 300 the next? Are you analyzing other investment opportunities? Don't just head into this unknown territory blindly. Jim and Lorraine Conaway, hosts of Smart Money Talk Radio, will take you through their step-by-step systematic approach to analyzing investment opportunities and potentially help you discover what choices may be appropriate for your situation. Call 888-266-2929 now to schedule your complimentary consultation consultation and you will also receive your complimentary investment evaluator CD. That's 888-266-2929. This is a Smart Money Tip brought to you by Smart Money Talk Radio, hosted by Jim and Lorraine Conaway on KCAA 1050 every Monday from 3 to 4 p.m. Securities offered through J.B. Turner & Company, LLC, member SIPC. Investment advice and financial planning offered through J.P. Turner & Company Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. J.P. Turner & Company, LLC, and J.P. Turner & Company Capital Management, LLC are not affiliated with Con- Conway and Conway, Inc. Culture Shocks with Barry Lynn is heard on the Genesis Communication Network. Right here on Culture Shocks, we're talking to uh, Professor Harvey Levenstein. He's the author of the new book, Fear of Food, A History of Why We Worry About What We Eat. As you know, if you listen to this program on a regular basis, we don't do books that aren't any good. But this book is particularly good, very readable, very interesting look at the history of culture and, and science and a little pseudoscience around the question of food and germs and vitamins and all the things that uh, we to this day hear about on a regular basis what's dangerous and what's not. So, listen, uh, Professor Levenstein, I want to go back to my mother because she was an f- f- absolutely fanatical reader of the books of uh, the Rodale Family Prevention Magazine. Once um, uh, Rodale was promoting 
the use of yeast in all kinds of food. Just add yeast to everything. So one day my mother put yeast in my tomato juice, and uh, it was truly horrifying. I mean, I literally thought she was trying possibly to poison me. Um, but this was an idea. Prevention Magazine, at least in our part of uh, the East Coast, it was a really big deal, and people listened to what was good and what was bad. But maybe all that advice wasn't so hot after all. Well, the um, the original uh, Rodale, the J.I. Rodale, yep. was the, um, he wasn't the inventor, but he was the, the first promoter, major promoter of organic foods mm-hmm. in America. Uh, he's an interesting guy. He was a, uh, uh, a his real name was uh, Jerry Cohen, Jerome Cohen, yes. and he was from the Lower East Side of New York. Uh, the immigrant, uh, well, the immigrant Jews were, and he was an accountant for the uh, IRS who uh, discovered he was a, a kind of an amateur inventor, and he discovered these ideas about organic food that have been floating around England uh, for some years. And he quit his job and went out and, and started farming, ultimately in uh, a small town in, uh, in Pennsylvania. Um, and the uh, uh, the idea was uh, it seemed sensible, and like many of these sure. uh, ideas, there is you know there's always a certain oh, scientific or sure. at least some commonsensical uh, basis for it. Uh, he thought that modern uh, food processing was robbing foods of their uh, uh, of their nutrition of their uh, uh, yeah of, of their nutritive uh, values. Uh, and uh, that agriculture was uh, part of that uh, problem. How food was grown was part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And that fertilizers, for some reason, chemical fertilizers, as we know, uh, were uh, somehow or other uh, uh, producing crops right. that were, uh, uh, weren't as nutritious as ones produced without that. So that um, part of it's good, but when, then when does he get into, uh, shall we say, sketchier areas of science? Well, this is it. From that, uh, well, first of all, there's no scientific basis for this. Uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, so the the uh, they had to do what um, these people often do with the food advocates, food advocates often do, which is to find some remote people who are living by the standards that you're pushing and yep. show that they, you know, they live forever and so on, yeah, exactly. or they have, you know, wonderful health and so on. So Rodell and, uh, and, and these people latched on to a, uh, a group of, um, of people living in northeastern and north Pakistan and a yeah. remote valley in Pakistan that happened to be the same place that inspired the the book and then the movie Shangri-La, Lost Shangri-La, The Lost Horizon. And they latched on to uh, some uh, visitors' reports who said, oh, these people, they're all there, they live forever, (laughs) they're all uh, uh, men. This is always very common. The the sign of uh, of it being an ideal utopian society was always men father children at age 87. Ah, yes. Uh, Yeah, which means, uh, you know know what. Um, (laughs) So... They latched on to these people called the Hunza yes. and said, uh, 
because they didn't eat processed foods, and all of the food they ate was organic and so on, uh, that they were healthy, long-lived, and, and so on and so forth. Now, as it turned out, this was uh, not at all uh, the case. But this, uh, to this day, if you, you uh, oh, yeah. Google Hunza, Absolutely. Uh, you'll find all of these Hunza this, Hunza, you know, Hunza cures and Hunza and so on. Yeah, so anyway, they took off it with using this kind of evidence. They, uh, uh, you know, convinced many people that uh, organic food and uh, food that wasn't processed was the key to, uh, to long life and, uh, and good health. Yeah, I guess now, you would have basically found with the Hunza, uh, it was a question of a, the theory was they would live really long unless they were eaten by a Yeti, I think was a, <laughs> the footnote to that, because it comes right, from the same general right. region. As it, you know, as it turned out, uh, all of these people, you know, these old guys, they... Uh, they didn't know how old they were because everyone was illiterate sure. except for the ruler, uh, and they didn't have birth records. <laughs> so they, you know, they go and they'd see a yeah. guy who looked 94, and uh, <laughs> they'd say, "How old are you?" And he'd say, "Oh, I'm, uh, you know, 120, I think." And in fact, he was probably around 50 or 60. Right. As it right. turns out, they had terrible health problems. Anyway. But that's neither here nor there because no. we we're all you know we're always hearing about these people. The sure. facts play little, <laughs> little no. role. In Actually, these uh, the, the when... interesting thing is, uh, if I can uh, jump a bit, yeah, go is ahead. that Rodale became famous for um, having appeared on the Dick Cavett show, yes, being interviewed in, on a, one of the early uh, late night uh, right. uh, talk shows. That was uh, you know very Great high Dick quality. Dick Cavett, show. that's right. And uh, yeah. Cabot interviewed him. He was a very uh, charming, funny guy. He moved over to the uh, the couch. He had just said, just said he was going to live to be over a hundred unless he was run down oh. by a sugar crazed cab driver in New York. Oh, yeah, that... uh, he was also against sugar. Yeah. Um, mm. And he moved over to the next seat, and uh, I think it was at age sixty-seven or seventy yeah. or so. Uh, he let out a gurgling sign and died of a heart attack. Right, while they were taping the show. Yes. While they're taping yes. the show. Now, this uh, this really became quite famous because yes, people love to hear people hear and say, "I'm going to live to be 120," and they, uh, you know, and they kick off at 70 or 50 or whatever. Yes. Uh, like Jim Fix and uh, you know. Oh, the runner, of course. Right. Well, uh, but the the really interesting mm -hmm. thing for. Yeah those of you in the media, anyway, is that Dick Cavett, the, uh, the interviewer, said that, of course, they didn't play the show. That's right. No, the show was never broadcast. And yet, years later, for years thereafter, and, and, and down to today, people still come up to him and say, they saw that show. <laughs> that is absolutely I true. I saw J.I. Rodale die of a heart attack absolutely. on your show. Absolutely. Now, Absolutely. there's an interesting... <laughs> yes, it is. Well, it, it is one of the many uh, reasons that we talk on this show about uh, false memory syndrome and how used, it's used uh, or abused in court cases. Here's another example. People swear they saw it. It was never aired. And this was, folks, there was no YouTube for my younger listeners. It Nobody saw it. We'll be back with Dr. Harvey Levenstein in a minute right here on Culture Shocks.
Every month, Americans United for Separation of Church and State publishes an award-winning magazine called Church and State. It exposes efforts by the so-called religious right to eat away at the core principles of religious freedom. Should your tax dollars fund expensive private religious schools and cut back funding for your local public schools? Should government bureaucrats get back in the business of writing unity prayers for your children to recite at school? Should we teach good, solid science or replace it with religious messages? about intelligent design? Should special interest groups force your school library to take popular books from the Harry Potter series to Judy Bloom novels off the shelves? These are the issues explored every month in Church and State magazine. To learn more, go to www.au.org. Americans United fights to protect and promote the constitutional principle of church-state separation. For more information, please call us at 1-800-875-3707. The food storage industry leader has done it again. Introducing FDG Clubs and Survival Bucks from the Freeze-Dry Guy. For over 39 years, the Freeze-Dry Guy has served various government agencies and the private sector with the finest in storable foods and emergency rations. If you've wanted to build emergency food supplies but couldn't afford it, now you can. Go to freezedryguy.com, click on products, and look for the Freeze-Dry Guy Clubs to pay as you go. Now you can build food storage without going into debt. Choose from a payment range of $95 to $450 per month. Our clubs work with everyone's budget. Plus, when you join Freeze-Dry Guy clubs, you'll get additional rewards. For example, this month, get 10% back in survival bucks on all purchases in the Freeze-Dry Guy product line, plus free shipping within the lower 48 states on any order amounts. Hurry. Go to FreezeDryGuy.com or call 866-404-3663. That's FreezeDryGuy.com or call 866-404-3663. The Freeze-Dry Guy. The best you can buy. Hello? Congratulations. For what? For losing all that weight. How'd you do it so fast? ASAP. ASAP what? What's that mean? Are you ready to get as skinny as possible, as soon as possible, as simple as possible, and as sexy as possible? I'm listening. Then get with the ASAP program. It's real and it works. No smooth talk, no slick advertising, and no exaggerated claims of success. I've got to know more. Welcome to ASAP, as slim as possible. Whether you have 10, 20, or 50 pounds to lose, ASAP is your weight loss answer. ASAP targets the abnormal fat reserves and makes them available to be burned as fuel and contains no caffeine or hormones. Order ASAP at wholesale prices or join the team to share the business with others. Visit GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Lose weight and look great with ASAP, as slim as possible. Every day, nearly 3,000 families enter into foreclosure and face losing their home. If you're currently behind on your mortgage, you can still avoid foreclosure. You can save your home, but you need to act now. We're Allied State Foreclosure Services. We're experts in saving homes from foreclosure. With just one phone call to us, you can stop the foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, and save your home. Call now. The call is free with no obligation. 1-800-597-8843. Call us if you've been threatened with foreclosure, denied loan modification, or missed a payment on your mortgage. If you've been a victim of a predatory loan or are upside down on your mortgage, even if you've lost your job and you're worried about losing your home, don't wait. Call us now and let us help you save your home. You've worked hard to build a life with your family. Let us help you keep your home. Call now before it's too late. 1-800-597-8843. 1-800-597-8843. 1-800-597-8843. 
These are challenging economic times, but challenges often create opportunity. KCAA Radio has always welcomed challenges, and we have found success by moving forward in faith and with boundless determination, regardless of the odds. KCAA is currently looking for a few motivated individuals who are equally determined to improve their situation in these tough economic times. So if you're unemployed or just underemployed and you share our determination, we may have the life-changing opportunity that you've been seeking, an opportunity to become part of our KCAA family. This is a commission-based position that offers our guidance and our support to help you earn some of the highest commission rates in the industry. If you're interested, call 909-486-3047. That's 909-486-3047 for more information. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. All right, we're talking to the author of the excellent book, Fear of Food, Professor Harvey Levenstein. And uh, he's talking to us from up in Canada, where he is Professor Emeritus of History at McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario. He's written a number of other books about a variety of topics. But this is a really intriguing look at the way we think about, I guess, in a sense, how the pop culture and how uh, the media talks about food and concomitant issues like uh, food that is spoiled or dangerous and might be dangerous. You know, Professor, I had a high, a high bad cholesterol and low good, so-called good cholesterol for a while. I, I did substantially change my diet, lost about 20 pounds. The things seem to be much better shaped now. But the warning was... My cholesterol was like at 240, 250. The American Heart Association, I mean, they didn't personally send me a letter, but they said, this is something to worry about. My own doctor said, yeah, this is, this is above the standard set by the American Heart Association. Uh, was I being fed a bill of goods with that? Because what do we know about cholesterol? Well, we, uh, <laughs> we I mean, you're know not giving medical advice here. For years, uh, the American Heart Association was giving advice that was uh, not only not um, good advice, <laughs> <laughs> um, I shouldn't say not true. Yes, and in fact, uh, was uh, misleading and, and not true. Not uh, intentionally, of course, but no. uh, uh, because of the state of knowledge about uh, cholesterol and heart disease, they were pushing what, what uh, was called the diet uh, heart uh, uh, theory, heart which said yeah. that heart disease was caused by uh, eating um, uh, fat, right? Fat in the diet, which caused uh, plaque to grow in your uh, mm-hmm. in your blood and your uh, arteries, yeah. and uh, and so on, and the cholesterol was the thing that created the uh, uh, the plaque. The way uh, to um, cut it uh, out or cut it down, they said, was by changing your diet, and we all know that. Uh, of course, now it's part of popular culture that mm-hmm. uh, 
knows certain foods, uh, eggs, cream, butter, and so on, that are high in saturated fat are one-way tickets to the cardiac ward. And, you know, we all yeah. joke when you right. bite into a hamburger and say, oh, you know, uh, call the doctor or whatever. Exactly. Heart Turns attack on a plate. That, um, uh, at least one part of it is uh, is not uh, not true, and that is that uh, diet can uh, significantly reduce the uh, levels of uh, cholesterol in your bloodstream. If you want to reduce mm. your cholesterol, you can uh, you know, take uh, you know, cholesterol lowering lowering drugs, but uh, since only about, and they've known this from the beginning, only from 10 to 15 percent of the cholesterol in your bloodstream is produced, uh, is, is created by diet, uh, you'd have to, uh, let's see, in order to reduce it by 5 percent, you have to cut half the cholesterol out, uh, huh. out of your diet, which is practically impossible. I yep. mean, so much is just so much is there. naturally and, and so on. So... Uh, that turned out uh, not to be true. And, and uh, secondly, uh, they promoted the idea that all the fats were the same. And for years, right. they said, uh, you know, cut fats out of your diet. Yep. Now we know, aha, uh-huh, there are good fats and there are bad fats. <laughs> oh, and now they, uh, they say, uh, shamelessly haven't changing their, their, <laughs> their line. Now they say that uh, some of the things that, would, uh, that they promoted uh, – as uh, as being good for you, such as uh, trans fat. How about that? Yeah. Oh, that uh, these are bad. Uh, oh, yeah. They move from that well, to, to uh, saturated uh, full fats. Of trans fat. Sure. And and so on. And that includes, of course, margarine, which had been, uh, uh, you know, a, a good fat is now a bad fat, and uh, on and on and on. So. Uh, the 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 thing is the, the jury is still out on on a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. A lot of these things that they 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 uh, uh, said were fact and fact, in fact are not fact, and uh, they uh, uh, they led thousands and thousands of people, including my poor father-in-law who loved uh, um, steak and cheese, like you yep. know so many Americans. Sure. To, to give up uh, these things he loved for the last 10 years of his life, which with no apparent uh, no effect. Uh, reason. You know, one of the other arguments that you hear, uh, but it becomes an ideological claim here in the United States, perhaps in Canada too, uh, more on the conservative side of the political spectrum here, is people say, well, let, look, science really doesn't know anything because one day I saw a report in the New York Times or I saw it on uh, Fox News or wherever, whatever they watch that say substance A is bad for you. And then two months later, substance A turns out to be, in another study, good for you. So they draw an ideological anti-science conclusion. Now, you don't do that in your book, and I think that that's important to note. But is this a phenomenon that you've noticed? That- oh, <laughs> uh, not only have I noticed, I've been subjected to it. Uh, we have a new uh, <laughs> news network that's set up here that's a, a Fox News wannabe. Yes. Uh, and they interviewed me. 
and uh, tried to get me to uh, tried to label me as a climate change denier. Oh, jeez! <laughs> you know, every time mm. I pointed out that uh, you, know, <laughs> you know the science and this was uh, or that you know turns out to have been wrong. They said just like climate change, just like climate right? change. Oh, no, no, like, no, no. And then they, they cut me off. They wouldn't let me uh, no. deny it. No. And uh, for no. uh, briefly, uh, I became one of the darling of the right, um, which is not true. No, I'm, I'm, of course uh, not. Of <laughs> I was, course I was not. horrified uh, yeah. by this. Yeah, one no, new... just that with food, when it comes to food, the science of uh, figuring out, you know, what's uh, even what's going into our bodies. I mean, you know, when you, you eat an apple or a piece of meat or something, there are so many hundreds of, of components to that thing. And then to figure out how that all these these various components interact with all of the components of our body, all the you know the many sure. many things that are in our in our body is so complicated. You know there are so many variables that uh, it's it's extremely hard to come to any uh, any really scientific uh, hard and fast scientific conclusions about it. Yeah, so you know. Well, uh, let me ask you this: all these epidemiological yeah. studies, that of is course. studies of the relationship between two things, and uh, these can lead to these these pick out uh, two or three of these hundreds of uh, uh, variables, variables, hundreds of components, sure. and try to. Uh, uh, draw relationships between them, and uh, very, very often they turn out to be uh, not true. No, in fact, just recently, when we talk about food, we think about processed food or quote or unquote organic food, a label which means very little in the United States and probably not much more in Canada. But uh, one s uh, study that came out a few weeks ago suggested that we don't need to drink as much water. As we've been told, you know, how many glasses, eight glasses a day, that turned out in one study. Again, but as you point out, often there are multiple variables, but those aren't considered. And by the time they are all considered, some things wash out and some connections actually are reinforced between Act A and Result B. But it's very complicated, even, I suspect, when it comes to water. When we come back, we're going to continue this conversation with my guest, the author of the fine book, Fear of Food, A History of Why We Worry About What We Eat. He's Professor Harvey Levenstein. And when we come back, we're going to talk about this. If it looks gross, does that mean it's dangerous for you? Because here in the United States recently, of course, we have had the gigantic controversy over pink slime. They used to not put it in food products, but then, oh, wait, it might be in hamburgers at a children's mouth near you. Is that so bad? And how about the coffee company that was maybe using a kind of dye process involving uh, insects, ground-up insects. Oh, yuck. But so what? We'll be back with Fear of Food in a minute, right here on Culture Shocks. Don't, 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 don't. 
Has your internet service slowed you down? Do any of these experiences sound familiar? No high-speed internet available? Slow or unreliable connections? Waiting for hours for a simple answer? Unexpected charges to your bill? If your answer is yes, then CyberTime Network Communications has the answer. With CyberTime, you'll receive high-speed internet and data connectivity at the speeds you need. Reliable, experienced, proven, and secure professional service. 24-7 customer care and technical support. No hidden fees or charges. You'll know all the costs in advance. CyberTime is a local, professional, no-nonsense internet service provider with high bandwidth facilities located throughout the Inland Empire. Call today at 909-795-9980. That's 909-795-9980. Call 909-795-9980 for CyberTime. Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company has been serving the greater Inland Empire for over 60 years. For all of your printing needs, from full-color printing to high-speed copying and everything in between, go to Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company. Their staff is committed to your total satisfaction. Great service isn't just lip service at Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company. It's the way they do business year after year. Having trouble finding drafting supplies? Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company still carries a complete selection. Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company is rated high in customer satisfaction by Value Star, an independent rating company. For all of your personal or business printing, call Redlands Blueprint and Commercial Printing Company at 909-792-3478. That's 792-3478. Or visit them on New York Street in Redlands off the I-10 and the Crosstown Freeway. Attention dieters, how'd you like to get paid $1,000 simply for losing ugly fat? Now you can. How many more attempts at losing weight are you going to endure before you understand the fact that almost all diets are impossible to stick to? Have you fallen into dieter's despair? Now you can receive $1,000 as part of a real-life weight loss program underway from coast to coast. Amazing breakthrough hunger-smashing smoothies are now available to the general public. This hunger-smashing smoothie, called Splendaline, allows you to lose weight weight rapidly and effectively without a doctor's prescription. All participants who get paid $1,000 will be documented proof that this revolutionary hunger-smashing smoothie, Slendaline, outperforms every other diet when used by real people in real life. Call now and get paid $1,000 simply for losing ugly fat. Call 800-417-3445. That's 800-417-3445. Call 800-417-3445. Again, 800-417-3445. Hello, my name is Stephanie Georgiev, and I'm the host of Real Food Empire. But for my day job, I also am an integrative family acupuncturist in San Bernardino County. I specialize in the best of what both Eastern and Western natural medicine has to offer. I use state-of-the-art blood and saliva tests along with the ancient art of traditional Chinese medicine to help you and your loved ones achieve health. Call 909-793-9355 and make that first appointment on your road to recovery.
recovery. My office at the Wellness Loft is located at 112 East Olive Avenue near historic Old Town in Redlands off the 10 Freeway and the Orange Avenue exit. You can check me out at thewellnessloftonline.com or go to my personal website, greenrx.org. I look forward to joining you on your road to recovery. Call 909-793-9355 today for special KCAA listener introductory consultation rates. I look forward to serving you and your family. Are you sick of the stock market? Do you wonder when this market turmoil is going to end as it heads up 300 points one day and down 300 the next? Are you analyzing other investment opportunities? Don't just head into this unknown territory blindly. Jim and Lorraine Conaway, hosts of Smart Money Talk Radio, will take you through their step-by-step systematic approach to analyzing investment opportunities and potentially help you discover what choices may be appropriate for your situation. Call 888-266-2929 now to schedule your complimentary consultation consultation and you will also receive your complimentary investment evaluator CD. That's 888-266-2929. This is a Smart Money Tip brought to you by Smart Money Talk Radio, hosted by Jim and Lorraine Conaway on KCAA 1050 every Monday from 3 to 4 p.m. Securities offered through J.B. Turner & Company, LLC, member SIPC. Investment advice and financial planning offered through J.P. Turner & Company Capital Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. J.P. Turner & Company, LLC, and J.P. Turner & Company Capital Management, LLC are not affiliated with Conaway. Conway and Conway, Inc. Now back to Culture Shocks with Barry Lynn on the Genesis Communication Network. Okay, we are back with Professor Harvey Levenstein, Professor Emeritus of History up at McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario. We're talking about his new book, Fear of Food, A History of Why We Worry About What We Eat. Well, one reason I worry is if things look grotesque, maybe I shouldn't eat it. Uh, pink slime's been in the news in the U.S., perhaps in Canada as well. Kind of looks disgusting when they just show it, uh, you know, in a two-minute, a two-second clip on a two-minute story about it. Is pink slime something we ought to uh, get ourselves all excited about? Well, I think it's uh, it's not so much looks. After all, looks is in the eye of the beholder when it comes to food. Uh, you say it looks grotesque. I can't think of anything more grotesque looking than a lobster, but I love oh, lobster. Yeah, come to think of it, I just had that two nights ago. <laughs> and the lobster, yeah. on the other hand, when they scared people about bacteria, it was when they were first able to take photographs of it. And a lot of bacteria kind of look like lobsters, you know. Oh, man, yeah. And they look scary. So uh, it's, I, I think with pink slime, it isn't uh, so much uh, the looks because uh, it's just a, you know, a, a pink thing. I think it's the, the word slime. It know, is. Well, yeah, is that is definitely a... unappetizing. That's I, true. I so if it had been, it's one of those things where if, if it had been uh, called uh, uh, something else, so, uh, someone, obviously the company that makes it, uh, the, uh, made, invented the process, uh, <laughs> yeah. it didn't call it No, that. they did not. But no. uh, names do do count a lot. After um, one of my food books, I, I got a letter from a chap in England who said uh, his father or his grandfather had played a major role in uh, winning World War One. Uh, why? Mm. He had worked for the Ministry of Fisheries in England when there were food shortages and, uh, and they were trying to get people to eat more fish to replace uh, the beef. Oh. 
And his father had changed the name of dogfish to rock salmon. <laughs> and as a result, <laughs> dogfish, dog. which was common all over the, uh, oh, in, in, all around the island, yeah. uh, sales shot up, uh, and uh, England, uh, Britain won the war. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's the name, um, name slime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that definitely is not a good name. Uh, you know, what if they it? called Slurpee Slimies? Oh, yeah, it's a very, well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but the demographic for Slurpees might not care because, of course, kids love the idea (laughs) of slime, and it's a big feature on Nickelodeon, the green slime that people get slime. So so maybe, again, but it's interesting that you mentioned this because it's another factor. There's no indication that there's anything wrong with pink slime, that it has... Bad. It's extruded meat. It's you know they use all the the leftovers sure. of, of meat. But what's interesting, of course, is that uh, you know all of uh, those of us uh, uh, who uh, you know tend to be politically correct, I've, uh, or people who <laughs> tend to be uh, say, oh, this is terrible. You know, the large corporations are putting this stuff in our food and we don't know it and things like that. On the other hand, they're the same people who are uh, for ecology and for not wasting things and for using everything. And what right. they're doing is using uh, the 20% of the uh, uh, beef uh, that's attached to bones and things like that. That uh, normally is uh, is discarded or used in dog food or that's something right. like that. They're they're making it fit for human consumption, yeah. and yeah. no one knows the difference. No, no. It's, it's not uh, perceptible in any of the hamburgers that they uh, no, of course they use not. it in. No, well, and again, uh, it's it's kind of like the coffee company, big coffee company that was using ground beetles to make a color for one of their uh, oh, coffee yes. products. But you know, again. Uh, it's a ground insect, but um, I mean, I have uh, personally eaten. I believe you have also chocolate-covered grasshoppers. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's per- yeah it, they're, it, they're quite good. No, yeah. they are. They are. And we've had Rocky Mountain oysters. We won't get into the details of those, but you know, they're edible too. Uh, be- before we leave uh, beef, just for a second, let- let's talk about uh, a little bit more about the cows. A cows, at least in this country until this summer, maybe something has changed with the drought down here, but they're largely now corn-fed. They're not just eating the grass of the grasslands as those disappear. Uh, this has had some effect, though, allegedly at least, on the presence of a potentially dangerous uh, bacteria called E. coli. Explain that a little bit and what the food and drug safety people in this country and in our northern neighbor do about it? Well, uh, it's the result of the the system, the industrial system for raising cattle that uh, has uh, developed in the past uh, 30 or 40 years where the cattle are, are, they call it finished, uh, which means fattened in huge feed lots where they're packed in into these, um, oh, you've seen, see, probably seen them from the highway or seen sure. them pictures. You know, packed in together, and they're they're stuffed with corn, and uh, they walk around uh, around knee deep uh, in their own uh, feces. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, yeah. they don't have diaper bags for. Uh, <laughs> 
cows the way we have uh, yeah. some horses up here. <laughs> uh, you know, horse and carriages uh, they have diaper bags. Uh, so they they and then they're uh, slaughtered, and they're, they're the um, bacteria, dangerous bacteria from their feces, uh, get in their uh, the hair and uh, and the skin. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes if uh, the slaughtering process is not uh, all that it should be, it gets into, uh, it gets into the meat. Mm-hmm. Now, b- because this meat is processed on such a huge scale, the meat is, is, is ground up in uh, enorm- an enormous scale and then mixed together. So a tiny bit of this uh, E. coli, it's called, yep. that's uh, from one cow, uh, is then you know ground uh, ground up into beef that's mixed with the meat from uh, many many cows. Other places, and, sure. And of course, because the meat is ground, it uh, it spreads uh, much more easily than it would if it were you know, steak or something like that. And uh, it can spread like wildfire through these uh, through the ground beef, which and- is then you know. And are we doing enough to prevent this spread and uh, potential uh, problems that it would create, or uh, are we ignoring it? Um, you're not ignoring it. We're not ignoring it. It's very, very uh, much uh, in, uh, in the authorities' eyes and occasionally in the public's eyes because every once in a while 10, 15, 20 people uh, die of it and That's hundreds right. and not thousands are, are sickened by it. Uh, uh, there are these regular uh, scares, uh, and they've they've tried to institute a system to uh, uh, to prevent it in the slaughterhouses, but it's just too expensive, and uh, uh, no one, even the uh, the, uh, the present government, uh, will uh, will institute a system to uh, to really detect it. Uh, detecting it is very difficult and very expensive. Yeah, and uh, so, I mean, you know, it's a kind of a roll of the dice. Sure, you know? no, well, it is, and but I guess in, in in that way, one of the messages of your book is uh, really before you, we become hysterical about any one food product, we have to look at it in balance. We have to understand uh, that a certain amount of food taken in moderation. Uh, if you take multiple components in moderation, you're probably not literally committing suicide by what you eat. Right, right. I don't think you're ever committing suicide by what you eat either. Yeah, well, I, I guess... Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's actually, the interesting thing about E. coli is there is a way of uh, of preventing it, of yeah. killing it. But that's, that is, to talk about scary words, that's yeah. through radiation. Radiation, of course, you radiated me. There's, it's perfectly safe and would no. kill all of these awful things yep. in, in ground beef. Uh, they've done tests on it and so on and so forth. And the federal government tried, it approved it years ago, and, and they've tried to use it. No one will go near any beef that says radiated no, on it. No, I know, and it's, it's one of the few places where I part company with some of my progressive friends because I, I really think in the food arena there is a lot of pseudoscience out there, a lot of fear-mongering, and it's not coming from Fox News. Uh, it's often coming uh, from uh, people more akin to my political side of the aisle. But I want to thank you very much for uh, doing the book, Fear of Food, A History of Why We Worry About What We Eat. It's available in bookstores and all over. 
over your Internet bookstores as well from the University of Chicago Press. My guest has been Harvey Levenstein up uh, chatting uh, from his uh, academic post in Canada. I thank him for being with us, and I thank you across the country for listening to Culture Shock's today's edition. I'm Barry Lynn. We'll talk again. This edition of Culture Shocks has been produced by Diane Robinson, engineered by Dwayne Davis, and the Genesis Communication Network technical staff. Visit us online at cultureshocks.com. KCAA Loma Linda. I'm Brett Malik with this AM 1050 News Update. The Buck Fire in Riverside County has grown to 3,000 acres and is only 5% contained. The fire broke out Tuesday afternoon in Rangelands, south of Hemet, and has claimed at least four structures. Mandatory evacuations have been ordered for nearly three dozen homes in the Aguanga area. A smaller fire in the Joshua Tree National Park is expected to be contained Thursday. Thousands of immigrants in the Inland Empire and across the nation can now take advantage of a new policy to remain in the country legally. Starting Wednesday, online applications are available for aspiring citizen status. Applicants must have come to the U.S. before age 16 and be no older than 31. They must also be enrolled in school, graduated high school, or have served in the U.S. military. The state's DMV computer system is back up and running following a crash Tuesday morning that caused frustration for customers and staffers alike. A DMV spokeswoman says the glitch, which also affected some other state agencies, was taken care of by the lunch hour. At the Redlands office in San Bernardino, people waited in line for up to four hours. Officials say the cause was a broken router and that all offices will be open during regular business hours. Here's the latest from Inland Empire News Radio. I'm Jim Ness. A combined air and ground assault is slowing spread of the Buck Fire. It's charred thousands of acres of rangeland south of Hemet and destroyed at least one home in three other buildings. Cal Fire's Zuzette Bricker talked with us from the Riverside County Fire Station at